Hey, and welcome to today's episode where our somatic experiencing therapist, Kira, is here to hold space for you. I hope that these exercises help you. Enjoy. I wanted to talk with you today about general boundaries. Boundaries is, boundaries are, I should say, one of those things that tend to come up a lot in sessions and in our lives. Um, And it's, you know, there's something that we're constantly bumping up into um, our own boundaries, other people's boundaries, and boundaries are something we're constantly negotiating and renegotiating. Um, A lot of boundaries uh, go unseen, unspoken. There may be not something that we even realize that we have, and that's fine. And, you know, that being said, it it might be helpful to flash a light, uh, shine a light on them and bring a little bit more awareness to what our boundaries are, the known boundaries and maybe the felt sense of boundaries as we talk about. Uh, When I use the word or the terminology felt sense, felt sense is uh, how it feels in your body, the physical sensations, how it feels, the sense of how it feels. There's no scientific, you know, proof to felt sense, your felt sense. It's just how it feels to you. if it feels a certain way, then that's fine. That's your felt sense. There's no right or wrong. No one's going to prove you wrong for having, you know, a certain felt sense. Um, an example of the felt sense is, and I think I've given this example before in these Facebook lives, but you're at a party or you're with some friends and, and someone walks in the room or walks by and you feel your, uh, your stomach kind of clench. And maybe you even, you know, feel, I, I'm exaggerating, but that kind of movement in, in your nervous system, in your body your felt sense is telling you something. Again, like, you know, is a scientist going to come in and, and prove what it is and, and dissect it? Probably not. In, in, this, in this way, we're just going with what your nervous system and what your body is telling you. So part of what we're going to be working on today is uh, the felt sense of boundaries. What feels like a boundary? It might not make sense to your brain. It might not make sense on the cognitive level, but what feels important to you? And when I say feel, it's, again, felt sense. It could also be emotions, but we're really interested in the body. So for today, I'd love to encourage you to grab your journal if you can, a pen, or, um, you know, always can type in notes to the iPhone or whatever kind of um, phone you have. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So even as I'm mentioning boundaries and starting to talk a little bit about the felt sense, just check in and notice, what does that bring up for you? Boundaries tends to be kind of a a hot topic. We all have certain thoughts and feelings about it. So I want to invite you right now, even as we're talking about boundaries, what does that bring up for you? Again, we're not judging ourselves here. There's no right or wrong answers. We're just noticing, becoming curious about what our relationship with boundaries is. All right, so feel free to pause me if you're still going, and otherwise I'm just going to keep talking. You can always come back to this later. So there's many different ways to think of boundaries, and I just want to give us a little bit of a working definition here. I like to think of boundaries as an awareness of the space in between other, you know, what feels like other, whether it's another person, another energy that's separate from you, and 
boundaries are also a way to kind of differentiate what's outside, what you want to keep outside of your space. And also boundaries are a nice way to contain what you want to keep inside of your space. So even as you hear that definition, you know, and this is like I said, working definition, we might add to it. It's just a baseline, just a foundation. But notice how that feels for you. And if there's anything that you'd like to share in the comments, uh, please go ahead. Um, boundaries are a way to monitor and help keep us safe. When I say safe, I don't mean solely physical safety. However, absolutely that too. Um, what I'm the kind of safety that I'm referring to is um, emotional safety. Again, the felt sense of safety. So we talk sometimes in these uh, Facebook lives about interoception, the ability to track and notice uh, what's happening on the inside of your body, the inside of your experience. So for example, you are on a break from caffeine and it's really hard for you because you love to drink coffee, you love your tea and you're taking a break. So you might have the boundary to uh, not go into um, a coffee shop or you know maybe not be around your friends that you know drink coffee a lot and that might be a boundary so that's an explicit boundary what i just shared it's spoken it's known it there's nothing kind of fuzzy about it but boundaries aren't always that clear so a felt sense of that boundary might be oh okay i'm struggling with uh not being on caffeine right now taking a break from my coffee and gosh, whenever Stacy comes around, she's always got her uh, her Starbucks cup and gosh, her breast smells like coffee. And you might start to notice that that feels a little bit uh, triggering for you. And how you know that, maybe your felt sense, your felt sense is telling you that the, the message is in your body. Maybe um, you feel your, again, your stomach tighten. Maybe you feel like your chest tighten and you kind of feel like, ooh, you might not want to like push her away but you just feel this sense of like I don't really want to be around that person and it might not be super obvious right away why do you why do you feel this and again it might not matter we don't need to go into the cognitive about it but what we're really interested in is is getting into that felt sense here we're not going to necessarily connect all the dots here today we're not necessarily going to make meaning out of it however you might that might organically naturally happen but just starting to notice and track what is that felt sense in your body so what we're going to do to begin is I want to encourage you to grab your journal if you have one or your phone or if you want to type them into uh, the computer if you're on a computer device and we're just going to start getting curious again about the felt sense of boundaries and we're going to start with checking in with what are some boundaries that you're aware of at home. When you think of your home, what feels like something either that you want uh, for yourself to keep in your own space or maybe something that you want to um, keep out? There's two different ways to look at this and there's no, there's no right or wrong way. There, there's probably more than two. So for home, what do you like to have at your home to uh, feel comfortable, to feel safe. Again, that emotional sense of safety. Maybe even, you know, looking around your home if you're at home as you're listening in. Jotting down whatever that might be. Maybe it is routines. Maybe it's physical things that you need to have in your home. 
Maybe it's how you let people in your home, who you let in your home, how the people in your home act, what feels good to you, what doesn't. And then the next one is going to be, the next part of this one, I should say, is what you want to keep out, what boundary you you want to set, like whether it's, uh, let's see, what would be a good one for the home? When I'm working from home, I want my kids to go to daycare. Or when I'm at home, please take your shoes off at the door. Or when you come to my home. When you come to my home, shoes, shoes go off at the door. Okay? So just taking some time to, to think into uh, to what they might look like for you. I'm just taking a few moments. Again, there's no right or wrong. And I also want to encourage you to track and notice what's happening in your body as you're thinking about boundaries right now. Are you noticing it feels really uncomfortable to identify boundaries? Are you getting hot? Um, are you really charged up, activated, and ready to put these boundaries in place? Again, we're just being curious. We're bringing awareness. Okay. And feel free to uh, leave some space. You might want to come back and journal more later too. So home is the first one and considering what feels good to have as a boundary to contain and keep in and, and what maybe is a boundary you want to keep out. Okay. Next, we're going to transition into work. When you think about your work, what feels like a good boundary? Hmm. Maybe, you know, I think one that a lot of us could <laughs> use, myself included, is time. <laughs> this is, I'm just talking here. So keep writing whatever feels good for you. But, you know, so often we're putting boundaries around what times are we working, especially if you do work from home or if you, you know, bring work home with you. What times do you want to be working? Do you want to be working from, you know, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m.? Do you want to put some boundaries on the time that it's okay to be responding to emails, answering phone calls? Do you work on the weekends? I personally don't work on the weekends. I really try not to respond to any messages, emails, calls until my regular business hours. Of course, if a client's having a crisis or, if, you know, there's something like that, I will absolutely respond. But, you know, these are just ideas, you know, boundaries can be flexible too. Like we mentioned in the beginning, there's, there's a renegotiation that's always happening. But, you know, what general kind of, you know, ge yeah, I think general, gen we'll just keep it with the word general boundaries do in a place. Does it means that it, doesn't mean that it can't flex, it can't move around, but generally what feels like a good boundary around work? Okay. And again, what feels supportive for you, for your space, for your body, for your nervous system at work, and what feels good to like maybe keep other stuff out. So let's see, what is something that I like to do for work that's a good boundary for containment and for supporting myself? Well, I can tell you I have a sheepskin rug under my desk. And when I'm in my home office, I I always like to spend a few moments getting myself situated. I put my Make sure my sheepskin rug is under there. I mean, it pretty much always is because I don't move it, but, you know, make sure that it's there. Um, I like to have uh, a nice warm beverage, especially if I'm talking a lot. It helps lubricate my throat. So tea or coffee. 
And before every session or before I do these Facebook lives, I always like to fill up my water. Um, and another thing I, I do to support myself at work is I like to uh, spend a few moments just being in my office before I hop onto a call or hop onto a Facebook live. I like to um, also reflect on my notes. If, if it's a client that I see every week, which is how most of my private practice is, um, I just spend some time first settling myself, being in my space, noticing, do I need to take out the trash? Because I do sometimes have in-person clients here. Do I need to, do I want to run my oil diffuser? I spend some time just kind of like landing in, settling to the space. Um, and for me, cleaning is, is part of that. It's part of self-care. So if there's anything I need to tidy up, I spend some time just kind of looking around the space, landing here completely. And then I, you know, ease into the work part of being in my office, which would be like I mentioned, going over client notes, um, making sure that I have my pen, making sure my notebook is ready to write my notes in, um, tea, coffee, water. These are all things that I do, making sure the temperature is good. That's a boundary that I like to put into place. I like to you know, turn on the air conditioner if it's a little bit warm or turn on the heater if it's cold, open the window, I have a fan. These are all personal boundary things that I do to support myself. And sometimes, you know, it might even be putting a blanket on me. So these are things I do to take care of me. So think about at your own work, what do you do to feel good? What do you do to take care of yourself and your boundary? Okay, we'll take a couple more moments there because I've been talking a lot. Yep. And then also, what do you do to keep things out? Maybe a boundary for work is um, having, I used to have a fountain at my desk when I worked uh, in more of a group setting. I had, an, I had a fountain and I loved that sound. And I would have an oil diffuser, which I couldn't really use if other people were around. But if it was just me, I'd use my old oil diffuser. I'd have a spray uh, if there were people around that I could spray on myself with like the natural essential oils. Um, so these are all things that we can do to take care of ourselves um, and to be able to identify what we want and what we need. Another boundary as I'm mentioning this is, let's say you do work in a group setting and oh my gosh, someone next to you just keeps spraying um, their oil that you really don't like or they have an oil diffuser and it gives you a headache, you don't like it. A boundary might be, please don't use that oil when I'm around, it gives me a headache, it really bothers me. So again, we're, we're renegotiating, negotiating and renegotiating our space around us to make us comfortable, okay? Music, you know, I, I love music too, Tessa, and some people at work, maybe music would drive them crazy or maybe our kind of music bothers them. So finding a way to support ourselves while also respecting other people's boundaries. It's, it's really, uh, it's always negotiating and renegotiating. And, you know, just to give an example of this, one day something might be the bee's knees to me. I might love someone's music or their essential oils. And the next day or the next week or month, it's driving me crazy. I can't stand it. I need quiet or, you know, whatever it is. So, again, it might change over time. And, you know, we don't want to be that person that's like, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this. Always changing black and white every day. But having the willingness and softness to be flexible and to communicate with others. And the next one is, can be a hot button. So it doesn't have to be, don't want to, <laughs> don't, don't freeze up yet. But the next one is family. And the reason I, I mentioned the hot button is, um, well, you know, not to 
not not to uh, taint the topic, but you know we have the holidays coming up. There, I mean, not that soon. It's not even quite October yet, but almost. And um, you know, holidays tend to be a heated time for families with COVID vaccinations. You know, distancing people. Everyone has you know what feels good for them and what doesn't. Great, that is valuable information. Let's use that to find what feels good. How can we all honor one another? So as you're thinking about family, this could be if you have family that you live with, maybe have a, a you know partner, kids, um, and also family can mean like if you have roommates or live in community, that's fine too. If they feel like your family include them. Uh, we will do friends. So if you want to keep them in friends, that's fine too. But just thinking in, into what do you want from family and what boundaries are important to hold with your family? And, you know, I think this is a really great exercise, even though it's sensitive to be thinking about boundaries with family before we are smack dab in the middle of holidays, because it can be really helpful to know our boundaries going into a situation and to start voicing them and to support ourselves with that containment uh, before we're already in the middle of it. And, don't even realize we wanted or needed something. Okay, so just thinking about family. Could be just being in family. It could be um, when you're with family in person. It could be how often you want to hear from your family. Maybe they call you way too much. Maybe they call you way too little. Um, just thinking about these things and noticing what type of boundaries do you want and do you need? Maybe your family's really needy and you need to put a boundary up. Um, I can share something that happened recently for me in my life. Um, I have an elderly grandmother that needs a lot of help. And um, my family's all been stepping up and she is caregivers, but we're all, you know, spending a lot more time with her too. And uh, my sister has like a traditional like nine to five job. So um, she works from home. She, her office is in her home. But she finds it really challenging to spend a lot of time on the weekends with my grandma. She can't sleep over there on the weekends because that's her only time off. So a boundary she's negotiating and voicing to the family is she would like to uh, have a weeknight shift. That would feel a lot more supportive for her. Now she's not, I mean, she could just say I can't help at all. That's, that would also be a way to negotiate boundaries. But she's trying to find a way to honor the other party's needs and wants while still taking care of herself. So that's a great example for right now. And just because someone wants and needs something in a certain way doesn't mean we have to do it. You know, there might be another way. It, we might do it that way. Checking in. Is there a way that we can, you know, can, is there a way you can honor yourself take care of yourself or take care of yourself enough. Maybe it won't look exactly the desired way and take care or meet the other person's wants or needs. Okay. I'll just spend some time thinking about family. What feels good? What feels comfortable to you in your bubble and your sphere to get from family? And what maybe do you, you know, not walls. I don't want to use the word walls, but maybe what communications and boundaries can you put up? With family. Um, you know, I just had one come to mind. Um, when I was going through, you know, some kind of negotiating uh, with my family in the past and finding a way to be with them in a way that felt comfortable for me, 
because it wasn't comfortable at the time. I found it really helpful to bring a friend to family events, you know, to not go alone, to have someone with me or um, to keep topics uh, neutral, you know, talking about the food if you're out to dinner, talking about the weather. I mean, again, this might be really unsatiating and unfulfilling for you. Maybe you have a family member that only wants to talk about those kinds of things and you want to know how they're really doing. So the, these, this is all the negotiation that we're working on, but there's some ideas. Okay. Just again, sensing into family and also noticing what's happening in your body. Do you feel yourself breathing less? Do you feel yourself getting really agitated and angry thinking about the holidays and family? It's taking some time to, to be with whatever's happening. Okay. Next, we're going to do friends. Friends. This is, you know, less heated, but still, it's one of those uh, topics. What do you want and need from your friends? We'll take a couple moments here before we wrap up for today. Maybe you really like when your friends check in with you and ask how you are, especially if there's something you're struggling with. Maybe it's, um, you know, your friends give you a lot of gifts and you really don't want them. Maybe it's asking your friends to um, hang out more, spend more time together. Just noticing what do you want for yourself? What would feel good and supportive in your space? And then what boundaries maybe would you need to put up? You know, I really don't like it when you um, come over unannounced. That could be a good boundary with friends or family, really anyone actually. Um, I really don't like it when you Bring extra friends to our plan, to our to our uh, get-together. And you didn't ask me. I'm hosting this. I would really appreciate it if you let me know. I really don't like it when you call me late or early. You know, Tessa and I are both morning people. We don't really want people texting calling us at 6.30 a.m. I'm just sensing into um, what boundaries you might have or maybe you didn't even know you had. Okay. And it's just about time for us to wrap up for today. I want to offer you to keep this going, keep this journaling practice going. There may be other topics that we didn't cover that you're realizing you have boundaries around. Maybe it's um, guests, visitors, um, neighbors, uh, people that you live with, roommates. You know, we touched on that briefly. Uh, community, maybe it's like your city community that you live with. Maybe you have boundaries with yourself you didn't realize and that you're not holding up. So these are all just ideas, things to think about. And I encourage you to share in the comments, what are you learning as you do this exercise? It can be really insightful to discover this stuff. You know, maybe we've been feeling it, but didn't have the words to voice it, or we didn't identify quite what it was. Okay. It's been so nice to be with you guys. And I promise we'll do more boundary work. I have more exercises we can do together. This is one of my favorite topics. I mean, I have so many, but boundaries is definitely like almost top of my favorite, favorite things to work with. Um, and it's very relevant. We're constantly, again, <laughs> noticing what's happening outside of us, feeling something inside of us, and then, you know, creating, distinguishing a boundary. 
So thank you for joining. It's so good to see you and be with you. And I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this video. If you enjoy this video and you are interested in learning more about our multimodality approach to healing the nervous system through different types of therapies, including Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga, drama therapy, somatic experiencing therapy, polyvagal techniques, you can go ahead and click on the link below the video so that you can learn more. Wishing you a beautiful day.